welcome to Spiritual Awakening Radio, a satsang format today. This is a spiritual satsang meetup, a satsang without walls. It's great that there are people listening or viewing via YouTube or the podcast apps from the U.S., India, the UK, Sweden, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and other countries too. Sometimes playing this program on a Sunday morning, using it for satsang material at home or via a Zoom call. It's great that people are tuning in and making use of this program as a satsang resource. Today's program is titled The Seven Elements of Spiritual Practice and will feature readings from many different sources, as is often the case. Readings from Enchanted Land, a book by David Lane published by the MSAC Philosophy Group, the chapter on the teachings of Yogani Mataji, a near-death experience by way of inner light and sound meditation, a reading on the sound current by Swami Ram Bihari Lal from The Way Out Is In, verses of spiritual poetry from Darshan Singh's book Love's Last Madness, a quote from the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, a satsang discourse by Baba Ram Singh, a segment on the need for a living master that includes a reading from St. Augustine quoting the Gospel of Thomas, which is quite radical. Really, I suppose that deserves to have its own podcast. You know, pretty radical. It's like the Pope reading from an extra-canonical text from the Gospel of Thomas on the need for a living one, a living teacher. George Arnsby Jones, Prembani Radhaswami by Huzur Maharaj Vaisalagram. Swami Vyasanand from The Inward Journey of the Soul. And a mystic poem from the Padavali of Maharishi Mehi Paramahans. The Seven Elements of Spiritual Practice today. This is from Hymn 52 of the Padavali, the mystic hymns of Maharishi Mehi Paramahans. O traveler, seek the path that lies within you. You and your beloved Lord reside in the same body. Your beloved is pervading everywhere. Your beloved is pervading everywhere, but is not being perceived. Those initiated by the Master are able to recognize Him within their bodies. O travelers, if you wish to begin your journey on the path of the Lord, search for the path within, without delay. The four realms or spheres of darkness, light, sound, and soundlessness, they all lie within the temple 
of your body. You have descended down into the realm of darkness, but your beloved remains in the sphere of soundlessness, of namelessness, formlessness. Now again, you must go back to the sphere of soundlessness through the tenth door, pursuing the inner light and practicing the yoga of sound, meditation upon the sound current. Listen to the orchestration of sounds and contemplate the dazzling lights and go along the path where the five sounds resonate. Ascend, rise up, as you get pulled up by these sounds. Never think that there are other means of reaching the sphere of soundlessness of Anami Parush without the yoga of vision and the yoga of sound. May he says that traveling along this solitary path is the secret way to God as revealed by the saints, catching the most subtle sound amidst the various sounds. Go along this solitary path, lying within your body, says Mehi. O traveler, seek the path that lies within you. Swami Vyasanand from a book I helped translate a few years back. I helped out with the rephrasing in English. Professor Veena Howard did the heavy lifting translating the book from Hindi into English. Swami Vyasanand is successor of Swami Sant Saviji Maharaj who passed on back in the early 2000s. Swami Vyasanand, The Inward Journey of the Soul on the Seven Elements of Spiritual Practice, of Meditation Practice. One, worthiness of a seeker. A serious seeker has to prepare a fertile ground within his or her inner self. The prerogative of God-realization and attainment of the vision of the divine only belongs to the Atman, the inner self, or consciousness, within the body. However, it is not possible to accomplish this while engrossed in the distractions of the mind and the body. It is only possible by freeing us of these distractions while living in the body. To liberate us from the sensory distractions is not an easy task. However, it can be achieved with the grace of the Satguru, the true teacher. For this, a practitioner must be determined, morally upright, and follow the instructions of the Master. Without these, it is impossible to obtain the grace of the Guru. The practitioner can only 
diligently perform sadhana, meditation practice, but only with the grace of the master. The practitioner can only diligently perform sadhana, literally exertion to attain an objective, meditation, spiritual practice, but only through the grace of the master. Only then is there success in this endeavor. Two, the sacred name of an accomplished teacher. Just as high-quality seed is the second requirement of success in agriculture, similarly, acquiring a mantra, a sacred name, word or phrase that is given by the master during initiation from an accomplished teacher is an important component to prepare the practitioner for progress on the spiritual path. According to the saints, until you receive the auspicious sacred name or mantra from the Satguru, you cannot change your life and remove all forms of inauspicious providence. A term here for the cruel hand of fate or destiny, seen as a lower thing, something less than the divine will. Providence is lower down. The cruel hand of fate, if you will. Swami Vyasanand, until you receive spiritual teaching from a Satguru, you will not be able to escape the grip of inauspicious luck and will not attain contentment and peace. Just pausing here for a moment when we say to someone, good luck. From the point of view of the saints, this is not such a good thing, is it? Good luck. May the cruel hand of fate be slightly less cruel to you. <laughs> not exactly the same thing as maj or divine will. So maybe we should not say good luck to you because that is something uh, lower down in the cosmos, something lesser, something demiurgical or callistic, if you will. Say something like, may divine grace be with you. Swami Vyasanand, therefore you should carefully choose a Satguru and commit yourself to his service through learning a path or method for God-realization following moral conduct and performing sadhana, spiritual practice, you should make this human birth fruitful and auspicious. Maharishi Mehi says, leave all hubris and desire and obtain the mantra from a Satguru and make progress within. This is the instruction of an accomplished master. 3. Without essential information, no meditation. Necessary knowledge prior to meditation practice. Competent instruction from a qualified teacher. Among the seven requirements for successful farming, the third one is the proper knowledge of farming techniques. Proper training. Similarly, among the seven phases of meditation practice, the third is accurate understanding of principles relating to the path of meditation. Just as a farmer who does not have adequate knowledge of all the tools and techniques 
relating to farming will be at a disadvantage in the success of his agriculture, so also a practitioner who does not have proper understanding of the principles and practices concerning meditation will have difficulty realizing all the desired benefits. Therefore, a practitioner should seek to understand the essentials and fundamentals before treading the path of meditation, says Swami Vyasanand. Just pausing here for a moment. You know, there are a lot of misleading websites out there in this light and sound category. Western light and sound that remind me of that game Telephone, where one person whispers into the ear of another person some story, and that person in turn whispers the story to someone else, and someone else communicates it to another person, and so on, and so on, and so on, till you get to the end of the line, and the story becomes distorted, vital pieces of it are missing, and it sort of morphs into a different story. It's kind of like that on the internet sometimes with certain websites. Swami Vyasanand, deep attachment will leave a practitioner incapable of focusing or concentrating during meditation. Deep attachment will leave a practitioner incapable of focusing or concentrating during meditation. Can a person deafened by his or her ego hear the inner celestial sounds? How will one who is always looking to be honored be able to honor others? The one who is looking for honor and titles and respect cannot accomplish samadhi. Samadhi is a term for absorption, deep absorption in meditation. Swami Vyasanand can one who performs wrongful acts be able to concentrate on the pure image of the divine? Can one who desires sensory pleasures yearn for God's love? Can someone who holds animosity for others be able to tread the pure path leading to inner divine experience? If we are caught in the above traps, it will not be possible to have genuine divine experiences. Success comes from perseverance and to those who are able to avoid the above-mentioned obstacles. Therefore, know the particulars of the inner path from an accomplished master, and then begin the path of meditation. Otherwise, your efforts will be wasted. 4. Resolute Practice The fourth among the seven requirements of successful farming is hard work. It is on the basis that a farmer can achieve success even on barren land and reap the benefits of making land fertile. However, in the absence of hard work, even fertile land will not yield the desired crops. A lazy farmer suffers poverty due to the resultant lack of prosperity. In a similar manner of the seven elements of meditation practice, the fourth requirement is hard work. Without this particular point, without this point, a practitioner cannot continue for even a single step on the path of meditation. On the path of meditation, ardent practice holds the key to success. 
A. Japa, recitation of a sacred name given by the master. B. Manas Dhyana, mental focus on the form of the deity or visualization of the form of one's spiritual master, the Sant Satguru. C. Dristi Sadhana, the yoga of inner seeing, inner light meditation, seeing the inner light. And D, the yoga of sound, inner sound meditation, Sarit Shabad Yoga, meditating upon the sound current, becoming one with the sound, becoming absorbed or yoked to the sound, the yoga of sound. The formless pervades the form. The realm of light is the manifestation of the form of the macrocosmos, or Brahmananda, and the sound is the formless macrocosm. The practitioner who becomes accomplished in the light realms begins to experience divine sound along with various divine light experiences. However, after the center of Trikuti, the center of Brahma Jyoti, the light form becomes absorbed into the sound that is formless since the form arises out of formless. According to the natural law, anything that is created must return to its source and be dissolved therein. Number 5. Swami Vyasanand Bhakti Devotion and Love for God among the seven essential steps for successful farming, the fifth is complete dedication to the task. Similarly, for the inner journey to attain the divine, the fifth step is wholehearted devotion, bhakti, and commitment to the practice. Sant Kabir said, Without devotion one cannot even reach the abode of the divine which is difficult to attain. Swami Vyasanand, love is that meditation or method that makes the impossible possible. That which is harsh becomes gentle. The enemy becomes friend. The weak become strong. The concealed becomes revealed. Even though it is said that it takes many lifetimes to realize the divine, if a devotee performs sadhana with true unwavering devotion, then God will manifest at that moment. 6. The Merits of Past Lives The sixth essential element for success on the path of meditation is acquired good karmas and merits. Without enough resources, and in spite of having all the other agricultural means, a farmer is unable to have a successful crop. Similarly, though having met all the other basic requirements to tread the path of meditation, a practitioner without favorable past karmas will not have the desired success on the spiritual path. If we continue to create good karmas, then the course of our life will shift and will lead to spiritual progress. Individuals, even if they do not believe in reincarnation or the karmas of past lives, if they carefully tread their path in this life and devote themselves to performing good actions, 
their deeds will become a source of future progress and help them move forward on the inward journey of the soul. Point seven, the seventh element of spiritual practice, successful spiritual practice, Swami Vyasanand, the will of God, divine grace. No matter how much humans may desire, without the divine will or maj, an Indian term for God's will, the goal is not achieved. Despite one's worthiness, association with an accomplished master, knowledge of the path, resolute meditation practice, devotion, favorable accumulated karmas, a devotee cannot succeed without the will of God. To surrender ourselves and live according to the will of God is not an easy task. Such a mindset is realized in the final stages of meditation practice. This is the climax of meditation. We will have to accomplish the other six stages of sadhana first in order to completely surrender ourselves to the divine will. The result, one day, the seventh component of the inner journey of the soul will be realized. To sum up, if a practitioner does not practice these seven stages of the inward journey, then he will not be able to see even the initial signs of the divine. Therefore, practitioners should follow these seven elements of sadhana, or spiritual practice, as elaborated above, according to their individual capacity. Unquote. Swami Vyasanand, from his book, The Inward Journey of the Soul, which is a Kindle ebook available in English. And there is a website in India which has hard copies of the book in English as well as in Hindi. The need for a living master, the qualified teacher, the competent guide, so that we may be initiated into the secrets of spiritual practice. Saying 52 of the Gospel of Thomas is found in the writings of St. Augustine, which is no small thing. It's pretty, pretty wild. I did some research a while back on where sayings of Jesus found uniquely in the Gospel of Thomas tradition turn up. And I was very surprised to learn that St. Augustine quotes it. He says, But when the apostles asked what should be thought about the prophets of the past who were thought to have sung something of the past about his coming, he was disturbed that they should still think such things and replied, You have abandoned the living one who is before you and are talking about the dead. Unquote. Unquote. That's from Against the Adversary of the Law and the Prophets, 2.4.14, from the writings of St. Augustine, referring to a saying of Jesus embedded in his writings that come, this is a saying of Jesus that comes from the Gospel of Thomas. Gospel of Thomas saying 52 on the need for a living one. 
His disciples said to him, Twenty-four prophets have spoken in Israel, and they all spoke of you. He said to them, You have disregarded the living one who is in your presence, and you have spoken of the dead. On the surface, it seems like this saying is paying Christ a compliment here, right? The prophets prophesied about your coming. And yet, it sounds a lot like the typical talk we hear from institutionalized religion, religious institutions, quoting scripture and speculating about things with no reference to a living teacher anywhere to be found, no focus in the present tense, but focus on those who lived centuries ago only, excluding anyone alive now. No living teachers, the absence of living teachers, living saints, living mystics. Some commentary by Joe Le from his book, The Gospel of Thomas, The Gnostic Wisdom of Jesus. The intent of sacred scripture is not to distract and burden our minds with all sorts of debates and interpretations, but rather to help us open up to the one who is alive in us here and now. There is a point beyond which referral to the authority of sacred tradition of others' words becomes merely a way of avoiding direct experience ourselves. Jean of Lelou from the Gospel of Thomas, the Gnostic Wisdom of Jesus on how this focus on those who once lived to the exclusion of a living teacher just becomes a distraction, part of the problem instead of part of the solution. A kind of ignoring of those living ones with us now in the world. And of course, initiation only comes from a living teacher. It's only something between master and student. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. George Ornsby Jones once said, I had no fixed starting place in time and space, for I dwelt in a multiverse that was coextensive with all the ages. But my inner world was still limited by the boundaries of creation. I needed the guidance of a spiritual adept within the physical world itself to give me new birth into the freedom of eternity. This is from Hazur Maharaj Rai Salagram from Prim Bani Radhaswami, Volume 4, a collection of bhakti hymns. Taking his seat in satsang, the master delivers his priceless discourses. As she, the surat soul, listens to them, her love for him increases, and her surat, or attention, and mind get drenched in bliss. Peeping within, she feels extremely delighted as she listens to the ringing of Anhad Shabir, the unstruck divine melody, the sound current. Yama's dutes, messengers of the god of death, have all become powerless. 
Guru has bestowed on her unbounded grace and mercy. Huzur Maharaj Raisalagram. Baba Ram Singh from a recent Sant Mat Satsang discourse on spiritual practice. You have to keep on doing Simran, the repetition of the sacred names of God. You have to keep on doing Simran, and gradually, with the continuous practice of Simran, Dhyan, Bhajan only, the mind can focus and come up to the third eye, see the radiant form of the Master, and hear the sound current. So, Simran is very essential. And if one continuously does Simran, however unfocused the mind is, it gradually gets to the third eye. As one keeps on doing Simran repeatedly and regularly, the mind keeps becoming more and more pure. And as the mind becomes purer, it is able to come up to the third eye and see the radiant form of the Master within. So the Masters have always insisted upon the continuity of practice of Dion, Bhajan, and Simran, hearing the sound current, contemplating the inner light, looking within, and Simran, the mental repetition of the sacred name of God or names of God. Baba Ram Singh. We often do Simran or Dion or Bhajan for a few days and then leave it. This way we do not maintain continuity and we do not do the practice as it should be done. Masters insist that the practice has to be continuous every day without a break. Baba Ram Singh, excerpted from a 2015 satsang discourse on meditation practice. More from Baba Ram Singh on the meditation practice, the sadhana of Santmat. The repetition of the names, concentrating at the third eye center, the seat of the soul. Contemplation of the inner light and hearing the inner sound, the heavenly music, the music of the spheres. Baba Ram Singh, there is one sound current emanating from God Almighty coming down, but there are five basic planes in between and each plane where the sound current traverses, it makes a different sound. So this ladder of the sound current is there connected within, and each step we take, each plane we cross, that same ladder is connected internally. The same sound current gets connected and goes back to God Almighty. It is on the sound current only that the soul rides and goes back to God Almighty. But to manifest this sound current within, we have to take the help of Simran and Dion, and we have to concentrate our attention. We have to focus our attention from outside to within. And that is how we will get to manifest the sound current within. Our mind is scattered in outward worldly thoughts and it is continuously in the repetition of these thoughts, which are all outwardly drawn, which all are outwardly drawn. And that is why the mind is also outwardly drawn. By doing the Simran of the names given at the time of initiation, we repeat that 
and the mind starts getting focused and the attention gets focused inside. When we sit for meditation, we close our eyes and then we focus our thoughts at the back of the eye center and our faculty of visualization is also there, which also visualizes the form of the master within. And by doing Simran, we concentrate our attention and focus at the back of the eye center. Then automatically, when we sit for meditation, our attention starts getting focused on the form of the master at the back of the eye center. So the soul is currently situated at the back of the eye center. And therefore, saints say that you should start from there. You start focusing there and focus your attention where the soul and the master reside. That is at the back of the eye center, the third eye. So therefore, we should lovingly focus our attention and do the Simran and Dion, that is, the contemplation of the form of the Master, while doing Simran, concentrating at the back of the eye center. When we do this lovingly, or with Bhakti, we also start getting the grace of the Master within These spiritual practices and divine energies, the presence of the Supreme Being flowing within us, will carry us home. As it says in the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, I left the world with the aid of another world. A design was erased by virtue of a higher design. Henceforth I travel toward repose, where time rests in the eternity of time. I now go into silence. Very near your heart are seekers of your vision. Those who look at the surface are exiled from the Beloved's light. What can I say of the grace he showers on me within? O Darshan, the moment I close my eyes, the Beloved's light begins. Verses of mystic poetry from Darshan Singh's book, Love's Last Madness. This is from a book called The Way Out is In by Swami Ram Bihari Lal, the successor of Swamiji's successor, Sant Garabdas. The name of God or the Word is the spiritual sound that emanates from the Supreme Being musically an initiated and sincerely devoted soul sooner or later will be privileged to hear the sacred name or sound current within. This is the real word of God. When there was no creation, this name, this word or spiritual music was with God. 
All the heavens were created by the Word, and all the creation is being held by the Word. In the end, all the lower planes and creation will disappear back into the Word. If any soul is desirous of reaching the kingdom of God, the name heard spiritually within will carry the soul to its destination. Riding the sound current, the celestial music by focusing attention on it. Riveting one's attention on it. Merging with it during inner sound meditation or bhajan. A kind of near-death experience by way of Surat Shabad Yoga meditation, inner light and sound meditation. The following is from the book Enchanted Land, the chapter dedicated to Yogani Mataji, a nice brief summary of Surat Shabad Yoga, the meditation of the inner light and sound, Simran Dion Bhajan, repetition of the name or names, looking within, visualizing the form of the master, and then actually seeing, real light seen, inner light, perhaps even the radiant form of the master, at the different stages, the different inner regions, and merging into the divine sound, the soul is like a fish that swims upstream, up the audible life stream that flows back into God. As Kabir says, as the river flows back into the ocean of love, so my heart touches thee. From the book Enchanted Land about the teachings of Yogani Mataji. Consciousness can be released from the mortal frame by attaching itself to the stream of celestial music radiating from the top of the head and beyond. To do this, Mataji said, one first must be initiated by a genuine mystic, a master, who has gained access to the higher realms. The practice itself, although it may take years to master, sounds relatively simple. The body should be kept perfectly still, with one particular posture held for at least three hours. One may choose a cross-legged position, like the yogis in the lotus pose, or a more comfortable, relaxed position in a chair. Keeping the back erect and the mind alert, one continuously repeats God's name as given by his or her guru. This Simran, as Mataji termed it, should be done with one's attention centered behind closed eyes. Coupled with the physical stillness and ceaseless repetition of God's name, Simran practice, the next step is to contemplate the light within. At first, Mataji pointed out, there will only be darkness. But eventually... But eventually, light will appear in the form of either small flashes or small star-like points. In any case, one should focus on the radiance, 
keeping one's Simran intact and allowing the light to draw the soul inward. The third and most important step, Mataji said, is to listen to the sound that issues forth from the light. It is this internal music which will numb the body and allow the consciousness to leave its ordinary dwelling. By riding this current of light and sound like a fish going upstream, the soul will be able to go back to its original home. Thanks for joining me today on this Sant Satsang podcast, this edition of Spiritual Awakening Radio. My name is James Bean. My email address is james at spiritualawakeningradio.com. Visit the website spiritualawakeningradio.com, which has an Anurag Sagar section where you can download a copy of the book, The Anurag Sagar hear many satsang talks, introducing it, providing background about it, exploring it very deeply. There is a Sant Mat tab on the website also, introduction to Sant Mat, what it is, what is required to follow it. There are links to the online e-library. There's actually two e-libraries, one at the website and one at my blog, the Sant Mat Radhaswami blog. Lots of resources there, links to the various podcast sites, YouTube channel, and so on. SpiritualAwakeningRadio.com Wrapping up today's program, once again, part of a poem by Maharishi Mehi Paramahans. Today's program is titled, The Seven Elements of Spiritual Practice, or Sadhana. The meditation practice. O traveler, seek the path that lies within you, you and your beloved Lord. Reside in the same body. Catching the most subtle sound amidst the various sounds, go along this solitary path lying within your body. Through the tenth door, pursuing the inner light and practicing the yoga of sound, listen to the orchestration of sounds and contemplate the dazzling lights. And go along the path where the five sounds resonate. Ascend, rise up, as you get pulled up by these sounds. Never think that there are other means. Never think that there are other means of reaching the sphere of soundlessness of Anami Parush or Radhaswami, as others describe it as. Without the yoga of vision and the yoga of sound, may he says that traveling along this solitary path is the secret way to God, as revealed by the saints. 
catching the most subtle sound amidst the various sounds. Go along this solitary path, lying within your body, O traveler, seek the path that lies within you. You and your beloved Lord reside in the same body, 